Sylvester and Peck on Sports is brought to you by Advanced Care Physical Therapy with five locations, including Harbor Center and the Dent Tower. Well, hi, everybody, and welcome to the latest edition of the Sylvester and Peck on Sports podcast. I'm Paul Peck, along with Kevin Sylvester. We're from buffalosportspage.com, and hope everybody's having a great summer. But summer brings some key moments, particularly for our local hockey team, Kevin. And on the brink of the draft and the start of free agency and potential trades, we're going to talk with our buddy Mike Gennetti of SpotTrack.com a little bit about the financial situation heading into this offseason. It, it, it brings a, a, ticket, a season ticket increase. That too, right? Yes, that it also (laughs) brings that as well too. No, you know, in all listen, in all seriousness, um, because I, I, you know, this is going to shock you, Paul. During a round of golf, (laughs) that was the shocking part. I played golf. Um, No, it was a charity tournament, and uh, a couple of the guys uh, I play with, I play in this tournament with these guys every year, and they're long time. I mean, long time season ticket holders. One fella has two club seats, two hundred section, spends fifteen grand a year. On average, all in for two tickets. You know, he figures out his food, his parking, fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, fifteen. Now he's got it right. He makes it. Uh, He doesn't even spend. He spends part of his time in Florida. Okay, fifteen k. And I he. This was right after Skinner signs, right? Uh, The deal which Buffalo had to do. They had they had to pay him uh, what they had to pay him. Mm To keep him here, and they needed to keep him, all right? So I don't think anybody's criticizing keeping Skinner, no. right? It was a move that had to be made. And I'm, I'm frankly glad glad he's here. But he goes, is that supposed to be so the, is that supposed to be enough for me to keep my tickets? Because no, they went up again, you know? And I said, well, so here's so everybody knows why they have to, have to increase tickets. Now, I know in some sections, smaller amount, Right, but they have in order to qualify for revenue sharing in the NHL, you have to grow a certain percentage. Kind of keep pace, right? And there was a chart. So under Galasano's ownership, I was privy to all the stuff, and there was a chart that um, the business department had, and I'll just leave it at that. And it was said we need to fall right in here. We fall right in here. Uh, we'll get eight million dollars. From the league or whatever it was, we go. We we get we get up to here, and we only get five. We want to be right here. We get that check for eight million. Boom, right there. Right. So the teams above, you know, the Toronto's, the New Yorks, whatever, they got Zilcho. The teams that didn't move, uh, didn't uh, increase, show that increase. They didn't get anything either. Right. So you had to be in this certain. Uh, There's two lines of demarcation. You had to be in there. And so that's where variable ticket pricing came in and right. all those things that were creative. So you could sell tickets, but stay within the window. Gotcha. Makes sense. All right. So, so Mike. Now, that's might make people more pissed. Yeah, I know. I'm right? Might, no, no, I'm might. just saying. You know what, it is a bit. But listen, anybody who gets mad at that, I, I just want to say this. And, and, you know, there are a lot of things we can criticize uh, about uh, how things have been operated. But it is a business, mm-hmm. and so nobody should begrudge them for saying, well, if these are the tools I have where I can qualify to get money from other teams who make a ton of money when I go play games there for them to sell tickets, well, then then keep yourself in there. Here, right? here's, the, here's the difference. I, no arguing that. I mean, no arguing the increases. I was a season ticket holder for 10 years. Right. Here, here's the thing, though. There's no waiting list anymore, right? There's, there's not people clamoring to get season tickets. So what needs to change is the incentives, Right. So you, you, you get money back on your card, right? Your for, buddy who's had tickets for X years, yeah. there should be thresholds, 
right? Sure. If you if you renew for three years, you get an extra hundred dollars in savers bucks. If you renew for five years, you know what I mean? Sure. Longevity should should be rewarded, whereas because like I said, I could give up my tickets tomorrow and get them back next year. Right. Right now, that's where we are. That's where the franchise is. Mm-hmm. All right. There's not people clamoring down the doors to get season tickets anymore. Those days are done until you know until they're back. They're back. Listen, when I worked for the franchise, yeah. I you know friends who had tickets, I said, hey, thank you for being a ticket holder. I don't know how you afford it. Like, you know, I just knew income-wise they're on the same level as me, and I'm just like, man, how do you afford this? Yeah. It's expensive. It is. It really is. It is. And it's a commitment. It's a major commitment. And you think about uh, until they had, until the, the uh, reselling services came about, um, you know, the only way you sold tickets was by word of mouth, right? right? And, I mean, to go to 41 games. That's a lot. That, it's a job. It's a it's second a job. job. Yeah, Right? And you really have to love it. Love it. And- well, there was a period where everybody did love it. It was the hottest thing. Sure. And you go to a game now, and listen, I, I'm not saying anything that nobody else hasn't said here, right? But you go to, you know, I went to a couple games. My my youngest loves going to the, the hockey games now. I'm like, oh, why couldn't you have been a few years earlier? But anyhow, <laughs> um, you go to all the games for nothing. But anyhow, um, it, we go to the games, and just the atmosphere there, it's just like, uh, right? It's warranted, I mean, though. Right. Yeah, yes. That's, yes. That's, that's, that's ten years of bad hockey that yeah. has created. Correct. That. And no matter what, how many pyrotechnics you set off in the arena, it's not going to change any of that. Correct. In a, in a defunct arena. In an, that arena in an aged, is and, right. And yes, in an I mean, aged arena, <laughs> there's, there's not much to hang our hats on right now. Yeah. That's what I mean. You, you can't just put a price increase on season tickets and say sorry. Right. There's, there's got to be a little bit something. To ask. I mean, Sabres Bucks is a no brainer. Yes. It's bringing people to the store to spend more money on your stuff. It's right. a no-brainer. Just do it. The um, the arena needs more of an overhaul than the football stadium. Yes. I don't know. Have we talked about th- that's a we you and to- I talked about it. We didn't did. We? It's a, that's a topic. We haven't for talked a, about it with Mike. Yeah, but. it's a topic for a much longer podcast. Where where as much as we're sort of obsessed with with the stadium and what's going on there with Goodell's comments from a couple weeks ago. Frankly, Kevin's point, and I completely agree with it. The arena is a bigger priority right now than the stadium. That is. video board is ancient. Yeah. Terrible. It's right? the, one of the worst things about that arena. Yes, it's bad. You know, and then and then you know you hear people that go regularly that think it's dirty. The seats are broken. They're stained. Yes. I mean, yeah. it, the concourses are I mean, lacking. You're gonna it's, fight. You're gonna have to fight some of those. Battles, every you know arena I mean? that but, was, I think, every other NBA or NHL arena that was built in the mid '90s has been oh, wow. restone. Yes, they, well, they've spent I, multiple I, hundreds of millions of dollars to redo wow. them, except for this one. You got the poll. Right. Yep. I did. did you get the poll? What poll? The season ticket the holder season poll, poll for poll? the Bills. I didn't. I'm not a season. Didn't get holder it. Again. No. So the, the poll about stadiums, right? But did they ask it all about the arena? No, I don't believe they well, did. Now, I don't so, remember. You know what? So to me, whoever whoever they hired to do the market research on that, that's a fail. And I'll tell you why. I agree. Right. It's a huge fail. You operate both. One Buffalo, no more, huh? <laughs> well, that's a whole other discussion too. Maybe they they anyhow. I bet if you polled Western New Yorkers and you said if you had a choice between a new arena or a new stadium, the majority let, would say let me a put new, it this way. new arena because we go to that arena for so many things. Yeah. Concerts, yes, yes, yes. hockey games, bandits games, right? I mean, there's so many things that happen there. Let's turn it to the teams, though, because I think this might be more relevant to, to our discussion here. Which team is actually more deserving of it right now? Which team is closer? Well, the Bills are closer. The Bills are closer. Are, are you sure? Are you sure? Uh, well, this way, they're closer to being a playoff team than the hockey team is. Hockey team needs a goaltender. Yeah, hockey 
as we just saw with St. Louis, has the ability for a team to get much better, much quicker. I'm not sure, Kevin. And as long as the Patriots and Brady and Belichick are in the Bills division, it's it. no matter how much better do, you get. Do the Bills have three superstars? Because the Sabres do. They do? Jack Eichel, Jeff Skinner, and Rasmus Dahlin are superstars. I don't yeah, think they're superstars. I'm not ready to go quite, what? but I know where Mike's going with this. They're, I know they're where you're upper going with echelon it. players are certainly being two of them, three of them are being paid like it. One of them appears to be ready to be one of those. I know where Mike is going, even if we could quibble about the you, word superstar. You, you t- just because Jeff Skinner has got $9 million, he's not a superstar. We, we haven't had a 40-point goal scorer <laughs> I know, on this team but he's not a, since who I was, was in the high last school. one? I'm since talking. I was in high school. Vanek. Come on. Vanek was yes. the last one. Vanek. Come yeah. on. You were in high school. Jeez, are you that Come young? on. <laughs> Come on. Was Vanek a superstar in the league? He was not. He's a star. That, Listen, you're talking. That's our interpretation, though. Okay. I bet other people but, considered Thomas Vanek a superstar in his prime. Mm, I don't know. Edmonton, Edmonton made an offer sheet like he was a superstar. Yeah, but they were dead. Yeah, they but that was a cer- those were circumstances. Come on, that, yeah. they, they didn't make you're, him- you're underselling, though. Jeff Skinner's a superstar. He would have ah, got ten. Would, I won't go there. I think either. he would have got you. ten million a year from other teams. Which is the no, whole, no way, no way, oh, no way, Mike, no way. That was our whole guys, argument no. two guys, weeks ago. Guys, was that we oh. thought there wasn't anybody that would pay Skinner. Guys, he, got the from us. he got ten million from us. He got ten million from us. He got sixty over six. Jeff Skinner, <laughs> uh, you're talking about Eichel. I'm talking Skinner. about Skinner. Skinner first first six years of the deal. Yeah, but listen million. to me. Skinner was not getting ten million from anybody else, and you know why. Because if he was, he would have went to free agency. I don't know that he was getting nine million from anybody. I, I think you're wrong on that, but but I'll, that's fine. I'll go. It's right. I'm yeah. okay with you thinking I'm wrong. That's six and one. That's six yeah. and one. On that. right. I just don't listen. I just don't like we're, when you're talking about superstar, superstar, yeah. right? First guy who comes to mind at his position, and it's not Jeff Skinner. Who is it? It's Ovechkin. Who's the best left winger? Ovechkin. Who's after that then? <laughs> Well, didn't I mean, we, didn't, we, didn't we go Tarasenko's through this? Ben, I like Ben a ja- lot. Yep, Jamie Ben. I, I take Jamie Ben over Jeff Skinner. I think you're right there. This I is take Stone. We, I take Stone. But that doesn't mean he's not a superstar. I think I think that word. Well, f- f- this makes me sound old. All okay? right, no, that no. word is overused. Let me say it okay? this way. Let me say it this way because this is how I intended it. In the fans' eyes. Is Jeff Skinner a superstar? Yeah, I'll tell you what. Because that's what we're talking okay. about here. We're, well, poll- yeah, that's why- we're polling the fans on which team okay. is more deserving of that's money. Why, that's why they had to sign him, right? That's right. And my kid loves that's Jeff right. Skinner. That's what I'm saying. So, yes. That's what okay. I'm saying. I don't think the Bills have a Darlene Skinner, Eichel on their team right now. That trio, I think, dominates Buffalo sports. Well, hang on. Because I don't even you think... You have Tredavious no. White. I'm yeah, not even, but, but yeah, those but, guys are not. But he's not, he's not like He's a, not even considered a, by some people a top 10 in the league. I'm not even sure you'd get 60%. If you if you ask 10 people about Josh Allen, would six of them like him? <laughs> yeah, okay. All right. We're hey, not even there yet, right? No. But, but, but you're talking about... <laughs> the biggest star in this team is McCoy that we don't know what his future is. He and everybody thinks here. he's pretty much done. <laughs> but you're, you're talking about which team is closer closer to what? Being a playoff team or winning a yeah, championship? Because we can't you're say... Right. You're right. Neither can win a championship. Right. Yeah, neither okay. can do that. Right. I mean, listen, in, in hockey, the Blues are a great example of... Well, but 
you can't compare the Sabres to the Blues, and, no. and here's why. No. You look at the back end for the Blues, right. and that is a long-established. You had former. Well, well you you have you have top two guys back there. You had guys who were former. Like Jay Bowmister. You got three is, studs. But we can talk yes. about three this because stud. and I know Petrangelo is stud, but Petrangelo is a stud, and Pareko are pretty yeah. close to being Which, studs. By the way, drives me nuts. Know, people call him Petrangelo. <laughs> drives me freaking That's a Canadian nuts. Thing, I was just going to say I was it just, is. Yeah. But yeah. Jesus, there, there's uh, a couple guys who work in town here. It's. Petrangelo. Let's get back to your point because the, the the Blues bought that defense, and the Sabers can do years that. Years ago, years That's ago right. they bought it. That's right, years ago. But the Sabers can do that right now. The Sabers can do that right now. They they don't have much to spend. They've got they, to, um, like twenty to spend. The only way they're doing it is via trade. The only way they're doing it, I think it can, it can be a combination. I do think it right. Can, All right. So, so this is with the intention of what we wanted to talk about here today was as yeah. we head into free agency. But we, we all agree people. Draft, we all agree people would vote for an arena. Yeah, I think so. I, I think so. Yeah. Um, and yeah. that that'll okay. be a topic yeah. another summertime. No, it's a topic right discussion. now, Paul. People are going to vote for a new arena okay. over a football stadium. I just right. feel they would. So, so now you're asking the Pagulas to figure out a way to pay it and get happen. two yeah. of them it done in not, the next five years. Right? You've got to have concrete plans. If not concrete being poured in the next five years i i'm not asking them to do anything the nfl's asking them to build a new football stadium and i think they want it because they can earn more revenue sure. off of it and i think yeah. there's being pressured saying, by the league to understand that they need to do it and they may not want a new arena because the 200 million they spent on the complex next to it mm-hmm. they need to make money so they need to renovate the current arena and what they'll probably do, which we talked about, they'll probably do what Madison Square Garden did. You do a three-year process where you do a ring a year. Right. Uh, which makes sense. Right. Okay. So as for the team and where they're at financially and who needs to be signed and, and what can they do in free agency, that's what we want to talk about a little bit today. So, mm-hmm. so Mike, start us off by, by, by what are the decisions that need to be made based on current players before we start yeah. thinking about what else they might be able to do. I mean, we, we've talked about it internally here. I, I think all of us were sort of expecting there was going to be some kind of movement before this draft came in. I, I've heard nothing. I don't know if you guys have any internal discussions on this, but I've I've heard nothing. Um, it just seems like the market for, for Ristolainen is gone. I don't know if that's true or not, but well, listen, it, was it ever there? Yeah, it was. Was there it ever there on the Saber? I, it front? was there were in they, February. Were they ever as willing to trade him as some people think they should be? I see. I think it's fans. Fans want him gone. Right. Talk show hosts mm, want him right. gone. I think right? it's more than that, but yeah. Um. I, well, listen, I, I think you look at Ristolainen, he's 24 years old. Which is nuts. Right? And he's got great potential, which is why you could demand a lot for him. That's right. And I think that's what is why, why he hasn't been moved yet, Well, if he's going to be moved. the other, the I actually other, think it's different, Kevin. Uh, uh, you're right. In, in, in a normal situation, that's the scenario. But my guess is Botterill is using him as a centerpiece to get rid of other people. And sure. that's the problem. He's got to get rid of the Scandellas, maybe the Sabokas. He's got to get Pogosians, Poso. We just named four without even trying. Right. He's got to get rid of those contracts. And if you've got to take one for the team with Bristol Landon to do that, you do it. That's why it's so difficult. You can't get, you can't get 
You can't from get a, a team- hockey standpoint, we just talked about how they drastically need to redo their defense core, and we're saying one of the ways to do that is by trading one of your better young defensemen. And I well, made this point to you, I think, before. I think in a better, more managed role, Ristolainen is a better player. He's playing too much against too many number one lines, and that's why he struggled and his stats reflect I'll, that. I'll simplify it even more for you. Mm-hmm. He's playing in front of uh, mediocre goaltending. That's right. Well, that's another okay. great point. That's right. So he played a ton of minutes um, in front of goaltenders whom one is a career backup right. in Carter Hutton. And, you know, listen, great guy. He's had moments. But no. Well, the good thing is you're paying Carter yeah. Hutton like a backup. Correct. So you're Correct. not strapped there. You just have to get you just have to find a better number one. Correct. That's all. And goaltending erases so many things. It's not even So funny. should that be a priority no area? Should, should, should I, we I'm be hoping that question. they make a trade or a free agent signing for a goalie? Particularly with Lukanen being out for part of this season, all who right. might have been that guy okay. that you would have gone all Binnington on and thrown him in there? But let me go St. Louis Blues for you here. Okay? They just won a Stanley Cup with Binnington. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay? Who the hell is he this year? Going that, into that's the what season? I mean. That's why you don't go spend a ton of okay. money on a goaltender. All right, you just you just don't. We've talked about this. It's, yeah, it's, it's the running back position now. You you, you yes. build with depth. You build with you build with youth. But you, you but you replenish that every three four years. And I don't disagree with either of you guys. But you just made the very valid point that that was maybe the biggest reason why their defense has struggled so much. So why wouldn't you think about investing but, in what you have determined to be better than what well, you it have? Depends what you're. It depends what you're looking to invest. Yeah. Okay. Um, if you want to pay a goaltender four to five million, now listen, they did that with Leonard. Okay, they did. Who ended up being a good goaltender yeah. once he got his boy, act cleaned boy, up he off hated the ice. It here, man. Holy right. cow! Right, but. hated it here. Uh, liked it in Long Island, but listen, he also got some help. I mean, what for if you, some issues? What if you can get Varlamov for four million? He's going to fall out of Colorado. He's a free agent. I would love a thirty-one veteran, years old. I would love a veteran that, goalie move. That seems to make sense. I'd like that move, right? I would like that move. I mean, you're not um, getting well, Bobrovsky. Let's be honest. But let's That's not, not happening. Let, let's <laughs> let's mention that Varlamov. I mean, comes with some baggage for sure. All right. So as long as that stuff's cleared up, yeah. All right, and yes, I'd look at for four million. I think that's that'd right. be great. I think that's about right. That'd be great. You've got a number one mm-hmm. goaltender who can come in here. You know, okay, he's the guy. There's no question of – look at last year, right? 60% oh, why, of the games, right? Yeah, well, why are you starting Hutton over uh, Olmark. Olmark here? Why are you just – like, well, you have to question which goaltender started. Are we you done on Olmark? One. Are we just done on him? Uh, I, I – if you want him to be your backup, fine. But I'm saying, like, you have Hutton under contract. He's not worth giving a shot at all, Olmark? Because financially, obviously, that's the best move. I think he had a shot. I think you need better. Okay. You need better. Yeah. And once you – listen – when players know, and all players will say this, when they know that they've got, they can trust a goaltender back there, makes all the difference in the world. I think, I think a four million cap, you know, a ceiling for a veteran goaltender makes a lot of sense when you got twenty million to spend. I think that's right. Yeah. I, think I mean, that's who, about right. Well, Rista Linen's played in front of whom here? <laughs> Leonard. That's it. Uh, Chad, Chad Johnson. <laughs> Chad Johnson. Chad. Chad. Chad actually had some nice moments. Sure here, did. Right. But he's, not he's a, Fitzpatrick, though. He can only go yeah, a certain amount of games. He's spurts, right? He'll, he'll, get you, he'll get you 10 games, and then he'll become who he is. But Yes, so not a number one goaltender there. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, so to me, Ristolainen, he's the type of player, you're going to trade him, yeah. and he's going to become Tyler Myers. That's, who's right. available, by the way. Right, who is available. <laughs> no. Are you saying that as a negative or a positive? You're a, saying positive. That's a, a positive. Yeah. Okay. Tyler Myers, if you follow Tyler Myers' he's career. He's had a really but, nice career. But it's to your point, yes. he just needed a smaller role. 
to excel. Right, and it's I think that point. was the, it's, it's, it's exactly what happened with Tyler Myers. The expectations of being the Calder Cup winner, his rookie year, set the bar, which then put him in a position where the team said, well, you're a number one defenseman, and he couldn't, he wasn't good enough. He wasn't good enough to play those kind of minutes. He wasn't good enough to play against the other team's best teams. To me, that's what Ristolainen is, and I think if you if you have the ability to get a, a better defenseman to pair with Darlene and put Ristolainen on the number two pair and play him 20 minutes a night instead of 25 he becomes a better player so wrist in a similar situation to tyler myers yeah. right comes right he comes right in and anybody who's played defense in the nhl will tell you it takes a while to mm-hmm. learn how to play defense in the national hockey league uh how to read plays mm-hmm. right and it's become even more difficult because guys are so much faster now when myers came in and pff, right away it, they put him with talinder right who just Okay, I'll let the kid run. You know, and they just they just told him to go. They didn't they don't even worry about back checking. Don't even worry about playing defense. You just go. It's amazing what you can do. So he never really learned early on how to play defense in the NHL. He was just go go. He's offensive the whole time because Talinder cleaned everything up. That's how good Hank Talinder was. Guy could skate all day long. The guy had had the incredible a lower body. The 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 Drills Talinder would do in practice was disgusting what he could do on one. It was incredible. Anyway, that's how good he was. That, that was letting him go. Uh, he, he left. Him, but it was, they had Talinder and Ludman on those teams that were they great. Had a good, solid defense core top to bottom, which they back were great to the original point, men. you didn't always ask Myers to have to play against the other team's best now, forwards. So you look at their defense. So, I, I think Montour is a good player. I, I think it's a good where does trade. He fit in? Is, is he oh, a top? he's top two. I think is he with Darlene then? I think he's with Darlene. I think so too. I, so I like are that. we talking about a three four here? So listen, Ristolainen is a Mc- four. Ristolainen's your three or four. Yeah, and they have McCabe, who's got a you know, restricted free agent. I like McCabe. I do too. I do too. I, I think this is. I mean, McCabe's a young player. What is he? Twenty four, also twenty five years old. Yeah, he's got injury. He's got baggage though. He's been injured now a few times. Twenty five. Twenty five years old. Again, look at the Blues defense. How old are they? Yeah, they're old now. They're old. They're now, experienced though. But they're, they're experienced. experienced right? let, me, let me throw a name at you. Because you keep a free you, agent name. You at trade you. the you trade these young defensemen unless you're getting a 30 year old guy who uh, can still play a lot of minutes and play them well. Um, you know, Scandella. Scandella. By the way, Scandella's 29. He's a six though. So. Yeah, he's, he's a, a, he's a he's third a, pair. He's a third line. He's got a lot of miles on him. I like. I, I think he's a smart player. He's just not physically gifted anymore. Is that t- is that correct? <laughs> what about like a pilot? Where does a pilot figure in all I, this? I think you have to make make room for him. Hurt though, right? Didn't he, didn't he get yeah. hurt? All right. So we're everything we're talking about. We need a four. Is that what you're saying? We need a four or maybe I a better you, two. I think. And then Montour drops down with Risto. No. I, well, if you listen, if you can get. What if it's Jake Gardner, Kevin? If you can get. Well, if you can get Jake Gardner. Can, can you, then what if you can get Jake Gardner? This conversation's over. Isn't that who you should be targeting? If you can get Jake Gardner, you've got another guy who can. Toronto can't sign him. Can quarterback a power play. That's right. Right. Who can play a lot of minutes? Who can take some load off of Eichel carrying the puck? I, which Darlene and, and, can and too. And again, the domino effect of if you get a Gardner now, maybe you pair him with Darlene, and now you can put Montour or on your number two line no, with no. Ristolainen. But, but now, again, the, no. the more the better players you get that you can push down other guys to play more limited roles, I think makes everybody better. I would not pair Gardner with Darlene. Okay. okay. I would have him. For uh, hockey reasons. You're, you're yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I, you Only know. in the power Style play, maybe? Yeah. Only yeah. on the power, power play, play. Yeah. sure. 
But I, I want... I just think that's where you spend your chips right now. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. Because, because then there's a domino effect. Then there's a domino effect. If I'm trading anybody, right. by the way, uh, I'm trading Middlestat. Okay. All, All right. right. So, because, so, so that's the second iteration of this trade we propose. Because you right? get a lot for so him. So if, if you're planned, if you need to keep Ristolainen or if you can't get the, the pullback that you need for Ristolainen, then it's Middlestat. Then it turns into Middlestat, right? He's the second option so. of this. You're not I, trading both. No. You don't need to trade both financially. So no. whoever can be sent out with a Scandella or with, a, with an Ocposo, right? If, if Middlestat plus Ocposo can go together, you, better you be, do it. You better be taking on some cash oh, yeah. do it. Ocposo. Yeah. I mean, the reason why you want to trade him is uh, in your, your ballpark there, the cap number. Yeah. You want to right? get rid of it. Of course. Contract's terrible. Of course. It's terrible when they signed it, by the way. All right, now they signed, this team, this franchise has signed two wingers from the Islanders who fed <laughs> off of. Hang on, who fed off of John Tavares? Yeah, right. Which no goes question. back to my Skinner yeah, point. Anyway. It's kind of the Peyton Manning factor, right? So now, yes. I, your yeah. your point on Middlestad is is a really good one, but there's also been a lot of discussion and a lot of thought that He's one young. of the other goals for the Sabres this offseason is to get a number two center. Yeah. So now you're going to trade your number two center, who I don't think is worthy of a number two right now. So we talked about the defense core, so now you're going to trade Middlestat. Where is another way, number two liner coming from? By the way, Middlestat was, wasn't supposed to be your second line center going into the season. That was a Supposed to be uh, the guy they got from St. Louis, not Sabotka. The, the guy retired. Berglund. 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 The yeah. guy retired. <laughs> the guy who would rather Davis retire does. and give up money than play here. Now, listen. <laughs> I mean, it's Reinhardt, right? I, Reinhardt's going to be on that second I, line. I, I say, if you're, listen to me, if I just want to go back to Middlestat right now because okay. some fans probably say, were you nuts? Um, you have, the return's got to be significant. And I'm not talking about a first round pick significant. I'm talking about a blue liner that can play or another winger that can play. So is it the play. is it middle stat and the number seven pick get you that? I, maybe. I just, maybe Paul. I you know, I I'm just like you know, I hear Jason Zucker in, in trades, you know, to try to get that okay, yeah, you know, nice player from Minnesota. Yeah, but maybe a second liner at best, yeah. right? I it, listen. They they need so many things right now, well, but some of it is they need experience. They in do. There. So let me ask you this, because we've we've kind of hit both sides of the, of the roster now, right? Let's say there's two players that I've identified for free agency that you maybe go all in for: Gardner on the defense and Matt Duchesne on the offense. Yeah, but Duchesne's going to cost you nine million. Well, I'm saying can you if take it, on another nine I'm million just saying, dollar guy. If you're going, if, well, you need a second line center. You just said if if you're going all in on one player this offseason, which I think is what they're going to do. One player. Is it defense or is it center? To me, I'm hoping it's defense. Me too. I would go defense. Me too. Because it's been proven in the NHL you can you can trade for forwards. Fair. They got Skinner. They've moved forward. It's a unique situation <laughs> right. where Toronto just flat out can't afford Jake Gardner. Correct. They would love to have him back. They got because they got a Mitch Marner problem. Oh yeah. <laughs> they do. They got a big they, Mitch Marner they've problem. They've got Carlson version two Right. <laughs> wow. I love it. Mitch Mar- Nylander, Nylander, Nylander 2.0. Mitch Marner. Oh, wow. We're going to see an offer not sheet? To, well, I was going to say, not to no, drift. That's no what, one that was my question. Sheet. Nobody on. ever offers sheets. It's never going to happen. Never, ever, ever? I don't think. Arizona? I, I, at what point do we keep talking about it and it doesn't happen where you can comfortably say never? I'm just, I just really want it. The, let, the, two, <laughs> the two known offer sheets, right? Uh, you know, Vanek, Seth Jones, right? Seth right. Jones. Yeah. Was it Philly? Did Seth Jones? Oh, Forsberg got offer sheet, didn't he? 
long way time back ago. Washington, but, yes. but I'm just saying, you know, it doesn't happen. No. Because why? The, Explain to people why. Well, Kevin. I'll tell you why. Because the, the amount of money you have to agree to in a contract, most teams will match it. Mm-hmm. All right. Right. They just uh, yeah, but, agree to pay it. Secondly, the compensation, you have to give five first round picks. Teams will not do that. Two reasons why. Number one, they need those picks to make trades. And number two, if if they suck and it's a lottery pick and you've potentially traded away the number one overall draft pick in the NHL, you would just, well, just wouldn't isn't do the it. recent iteration of sports tell you why it's not happening? I mean, you you got Ryan O'Reilly for a first round pick. You got Correct. Kawhi Leonard for a first round pick. Get Anthony Davis for a first right. round pick. Yes, those. That's a way better return, absolutely, than, than Mitch Marner. I can, yeah, plus, I can, it's cost control. You can too. essentially go and get any player you want with your first. round I can picks. go get. I can go get four to five players of those five first round picks as opposed to one. That's right. And that's right. You need more than one star, which the St. Louis Blues. By the by the way, the Blues did not. I mean, Ryan O'Reilly was the Conn Smythe winner. Mm-hmm. I think everybody's forgetting. You look at the players they had in place. Yeah, phenomenal. I mean, Schwartz. Tarasenko, one of the best in the league. Unbelievable player. You know, they, Shen played great. Um, yes. Like you said, yeah. And, and I think... Former, like, hey, top-line guys, right? right? <laughs> top six forwards and other franchises. And again, there's, there's to, to our Bozak. point, there's to our point, O'Reilly was never asked to be the man, was never asked to play the most minutes or to score the most goals. He was he here. Was, he, well, that's what I'm saying. That's the difference. He went into St. Louis where they said, we need you to do the things you do well, and we're not going to ask you to do anything different. We've got other guys that can handle our leadership, our scoring, go in face-offs, play defense, do all the things that you do really well, and look what it got them and look what it got him. And there's your example of the difference between what the Sabres are and what a lot of other teams are is the Sabres always seem to be asking guys to do more than they've ever done before or ever capable of doing because of the desperation of where they are as a franchise. And, you know, you look at some recent the young players in their franchise, right? Um, well, Olafson's going to play, right? Sure. All right, so he'll be up. That's why they need to center. Um, Nylander? Neil, well, yeah, that's, what he, that's a really Does he make it? Do you, do you trade him? Do you let somebody else figure that out? I don't know if he's out? got any value at all, though. That's correct. Still be value because he's a I mean, first-round pick, maybe, and somebody will, will see yeah, that. Yeah, maybe you package that with Middlestat, and then it becomes something, right? Right. Right? Yeah. Um, Tage Thompson... He's a he's, like a, piece. he's a piece. Is all. He's I like just a piece. him. I, I, I'm willing to wait on him. How about this? Let's quickly go well, down. That's the, what the point is. You you have to wait on that. Let's guy. go down the restricted free agents real quick and just fire off some thoughts. How, we lo- we all like McCabe. Yes, what, I like what, McCabe. What's your ceiling on him? Risto's at five four. Is it, does McCabe have is to be four like four million? He's a four, four. million guy, right? Yeah, he, if a number as a number top four defenseman, I by think the he's way, a four million guy. I mean, by the way, McCabe more than Reinhardt. Is that crazy? That seems crazy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, don't worry. Reinhardt's going to get his cash. Yeah. He will get his cash. By the way, we're talking about contract. They can move. They can move Bogosians, right? Can they? Can you? No. You know why you can't? take Bogosian? I know. I'm just saying you want to look at yeah, tough contracts. You're going to have to retain half that cap. I mean, and it's just because he's been injured. Yeah. He's, he was the right type of player when they got Correct. him. He just, his, the body just went I away. Was, listen, when they got Bogosian and Kane, I was very excited about that because you had two hard-nosed players. Yeah, that was supposed to work. Supposed to work. <laughs> Injuries... Uh, uh, injuries but that was Bogosian's work. career before he got here. It he was. couldn't stay healthy. Gergensen's gone. Yes, I see no reason to bring There's him back. Larson gone. To, uh, yes, to Paul. To like oh, Paul uses this phrase in football. He's just a guy. Just a guy. They've proven to be guys. Allmark. I'm not ready to give up on him yet. 
If I can get, especially a, with the injury, right? Yeah, but if I can get, uh, well, he can play in Rochester. That's what I mean. You. He's going to Rochester. Yeah. Right? Again, back to our point. If you can go get a veteran goalie, then I'm not. Then then I don't really care about either of those guys. Here's one though. Pick, Evan, pick Evan, one. Evan Rodriguez. I like him. I think he's a fourth line NHL player who does a lot of little things pretty well. I I like him too because you can play up and down your lineup due to injuries. All right, and he kind of he's showed a, he could hang with those top guys at times too. He's a he's a soft soft air Adam Mare. Oh man, <laughs> that's a terrible way to end the show. No, <laughs> now people, are, what are you what are you laughing about? But there were times. Listen to me. There were times when Adam Mare is he played, more skilled than that? He is more skilled than Adam Mare. But Adam, my point was Adam Mare on those teams played up and down the lineup due to injuries. There'd be times Adam Mare would be on the second line. You're like, right. what the hell? And he'd score. Yeah. Right. Okay. Adam Mare was a good mm. this and, and the point was Adam Mare, people are like, ah, what a, Adam Mare was more more of a factor on the team than people There's thought. There's no question. Right? He I mean, was he was the Iguodala, right? Yeah. Kind of that glue. He could skate he could skate, you know, <laughs> made a play every now offense. and then. He he'd check, he'd fight. I like Rodriguez. I like what he I like what he brings to the ice. Mm-hmm. You never question his effort. Ever. Right? Have you ever questioned Evan Rodriguez's no, effort? No. Is it going to be okay more with like guys two like million that. a year? What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> is like, he going to be okay with two million a year? Two for four? He should be thanking everybody for two, two million a year. Two for four, right? Yeah, on him? that's about right. That sounds yes. about right. Two yeah. million a yeah. year sounds about I mean, right. So. Listen, if you if you don't bring back Evan Rodriguez, you're going to go get a guy just like him that you don't know, right? How much is Gardner going to cost, guys? I mean, Eric Carlson just got $11.5 million. Seven? Well, Eric Carlson's a multi uh, Norris Trophy. Yeah, winner. I don't think no, Gardner's no, I in, know. That, in that uh, in that. But that's class. that. My, my point is that's the ceiling right now. <laughs> I, I I think if you're going to pay Gardner to come in via free agency, it's going to have to be like eight, right? I was thinking eight million. That's exactly the number I was thinking, which seems like a lot. So then, if, but, we're, if we're going eight and four for a goalie, that we're we're down we're down to like eight million of caps. Can space. you handle three eight million dollar players? Oh yeah, you just can't go north of ten right now. Okay, that's sort of the. You've threshold. got two guys there. Yeah. yeah, Eichel and Skinner. Right, and then eventually Darlene's gonna. Well, yeah, you but know, not yet. That's not why yet. you do it now. Not that's yet. why you right. do it now. I got you. Absolutely. Right. You Listen, Darlene is gonna be a special player. No question. That's I mean, what, you can't screw around with this. No, you, right. you got to get a guy next to him that's going to make him as best I, as possible. Know, I think there's some symbol to the fan base that is feeling like you're wasting Eichel at this point. Don't do that with Darlene. Let, let's not waste the time that you have with him. You know what? I like your point a lot about why not to do Duchesne because you can go get somebody. Because yes. you know why you can get somebody? You're, you're going to be trading Sam Ryder in February. Three and a half million dollar cap, Everyone's which is going to be cut in half to one seven five. Every team in the league that's contending for the playoffs is going to be asking for Sam Reinhardt. Here's why you're not wasting Jack Eichel. All right, how old is Vladimir Tarasenko? Yeah, that's right. He's twenty seven. Right. Yeah, that's all right. right. He's no, been the maybe guy. I there. should have said you have wasted some of the prime years. But of he Eichel. also wasn't ready. No. <laughs> Let's be fair. He, Listen, he needs some growing up to do. You want to talk about prime years? Let's look at the Stanley Cup champions. True. Tarasenko, the prime years are twenty five to thirty two. Bingo. He, he's in it right now, right? Eichel? Bingo. And here are the players who are in that right now. Tarasenko's 27. O'Reilly's 28. Yeah. Petrangelo, Petrangelo, 29 years old. Perieko, 26 years old. Pareko. Skinner, Pareko. Skinner, 29, right? Schwartz. Jaden Schwartz. Unbelievable player, oh, yeah, Jaden nice. Schwartz. Yeah. 27 years old. Shen's 28 years old. Bozak just on the back end of that at 33 mm. years old. Um, David Perron. How old do you think David nice Perron is? He's 32? 35. He's 31. Really? 31. God, he feels like he's been around for 20 years. He has years. been around So they're forever. all in their prime is your point. Bo Misters, 
How old's Bo Mister? 34. He's 36. He came in the league at, at 18, like 18, 19 yeah, years yeah, old. Exactly. Right? So, I mean, you've got guys, uh, I mean. And Bennington's what, 19? No. <laughs> Just kidding. 22? <laughs> I'm kidding. Yeah, yeah he's Bennington's up. young. Yeah, I yeah. mean. And it's cheap so, as heck. Yes. So, I mean, you've got <laughs> they they've got time here, the Sabre. But listen, fans don't want to hear that. Right. Because for, for Eichel's prime, you're saying. Because, yeah. you know, the uh, two past presidents, the two past presidents now, it, it is. There is trying time. to sell that. Oh, we just tank and it's going to work. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, I like where you're going with this. We're getting there though. With Eichel is your point, right? Yeah. What is he? Twenty four. Twenty two. Oh my God. Still though. Still. And this is the, going this, into his. This is the time year? to start putting core together. You've got Dalene now. Here's here you go. You've got Skinner. Sabers. Sabers. Core players. Eichel's twenty two. I think I just said them all. <laughs> right. Skinner's twenty. <laughs> Skinner's twenty seven. Yeah. I'll 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 throw Risto Risto sure. in this. He's twenty four. Darlene is twenty. Reinhardt's twenty three. Twenty. Darlene uh, still got zits. All right, he's nineteen, 19 20, years yeah. old. Sheary's twenty seven years old. All right, I mean, just talking about guys. Yeah, who, yeah we forgot about that. Uh, middle stats twenty. So I mean, listen, they they've got they've got guys that have not hit their prime. Are, are we? Do we have to wait for them to grow up? I'm afraid you might have to. I, you know bit. why? Because this franchise didn't wait, and they moved a lot of pieces here, and they're trying to win. If and you're trying to win, then you have to trade Middlestead because he's just not going to be there this year. Well, he's and he's not going to be there for a while. Yeah, is, to our is point. Your point. Yeah, not going to be there for a while. So he, he's, he's my just, opinion. Yeah, he's a must trade. Yeah. He's he's the chip you got to move. But right. on the flip side, now you, you know to your point of are we drafting and developing players or are we giving them a year and then when they don't and in a bad putting them in a bad role and then when they don't play bad we're looking to get rid of them no it's not about that it, it, it's a lot about how i how i said it is we there's just three or four bad contracts on this team that are holding us back from being great right being contenders and if you've got to move middle set to do that that's how you sell it we love the player we love where we got him we love where he, where we think he's going uh, just got a deal we couldn't refuse. Uh, I know there's been some talk amongst GMs that this has been one of the more active yeah. conversation off-seasons that they've had. I, I don't know what that means. That might not mean anything, but uh, all it means is that if there isn't a lot of trades, people will be even more disappointed than they normally are. So we'll see what happens. Draft is where all this gets going, right? There's nothing greater than the trade rumor of the National <laughs> I know, right? I know. I mean, they're, they're farts in the wind. They right. happen all over the place. Right. And most of them are not even anywhere close to being anything true. Well, the other part of the analogy, most of them stink. That's right. That's right. So we'll see what happens. Draft this weekend, if there's going to be some things that will happen. It, Ruin my punchline. <laughs> that was a good one. All right. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, well, so we'll see what happens. The O'Reilly trade happened on draft weekend a couple of years ago, so things can happen. We'll see if it does, and then you get the the negotiating period for free agency to open up with. So next couple of weeks should be interesting for the Sabers on our one of our next ish uh, episodes that we do with Mike because we already talked about this a little bit before we recorded. How about the Bills? What do the Bills need to be thinking of? Is it time for the Bills to be aggressive in signing some of their young players while they have? the opportunity in the cap room to do it. We'll put some Mike to work on thinking about that for you. Final thought, real quick, because it just came to my mind. If they buy out Bogosian, they save $4 million against the cap this do year. It. Do it. Do there's, it. There's McCabe, right? There's do your it. McCabe contract. Do it. 
I would do it. You got to do it. All right, there you go. Wouldn't be popular in the dressing room, but you've got to do it. That is that window has opened, I believe, this week. So if it's something that could happen, uh, it might ha- you might hear about it this week. So we'll talk a little bit about the Bills on a future edition. But we thank you for joining us on this one to get you ready for the Sabres offseason. For Mike Gennetti of SpotTrack.com, Kevin Sylvester, I'm Paul Peck. Thanks for listening to the Sylvester and Peck on Sports Podcast.